So uh, yesterday I had like that, I don't know, like an open house or like a meet and greet, I think they called it with the teacher, meet and greet with the teacher because my little guy is going into pre-K. So he's going from his nursery school to a different building pre-K. And I could already tell like I'm, I'm not going to handle these things well. I didn't handle when he went to the nursery school well at like two. I was like a nervous wreck then. And now I'm kind of like feeling that same nervous energy. We walked into the building yesterday and I had that like instant like because, I, you know, look, um, he's four. My girl's two. Like the only other time I've ever gone to school, uh, you know, a school in the last like 15 years was like for my niece, you know, like for like recitals and stuff like that. So I haven't really been to a lot of schools. And I walked in that building and you just smell the supplies and you smell that. What is that school smell? What is that? Is it the books? I don't even know. But I got it. We walked in there like four feet in through the door and I just got that whiff of school and just all the memories of my horrific school days came flooding back to me. Because I don't know if you can tell by the, the my chosen profession or just the way I speak in general, but your old pal aunt, not great with school. Didn't do all that well in the whole school department. Wasn't an ideal student most of my life. Once for three days back in sixth grade, I was killing it. That was basically it. That was my run. That is where I peaked. That is absolutely where I peaked. I'd love to tell you more about that and reminisce, but I don't even remember it. I just remember it was a golden era. Three days, sixth grade. Just turning reports in on time and answering questions. I remember the look on my teacher's face when I raised my hand. She's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I have the answer. She's like, you do? It was pretty epic. It was it was a big deal back in the day. But yeah, so we took him in. And, you know, he gets to, like, meet his teachers and see the, the whole thing, the school. You know, so he runs in and he finds Legos. They got some Legos out. Legos is like drugs to kids. You just throw some Legos and they just don't, they just put their faces right in it. They don't even know. They're building a thing. You're like, what are you building? They're like, oh, look, I'm building a thing. Okay. You know, they thing's got wheels. It's got eyes. It's got a nose and some propellers. It doesn't matter. It's just Legos. It's just they're putting it together. So he's in there and he's putting it together. So he's playing with that. So they give us some paperwork to fill out. And of course, mommy has to do it because dad's, you know, I mean, do I have to go back to the sixth grade thing? And so my wife's filling out the paperwork and he's sitting there playing with the Legos and he's like looking around. He's like, okay, this place is kind of getting a little tired. So then he moved on to the other table and he was playing with the little like police and fire department people and little ambulance things. And he's playing with that and looks at me at one point. He goes, when do we leave? I'm like, no, no, no. This is like your school. Like you're going to be coming here tomorrow. And he's like. He gives me the look like this kind of sucks. Like, let's get out of here. Like, let's go home with all the toys I got at home and the TV. That's the thing. Like, how do you knowingly lie to your children? Like, I just did nothing but lie to him yesterday. Like, isn't this exciting? Like, look at all the other kids. He's looking around like, eh. He's looking at me like, I don't know if you know this, but I got a pretty cushion home. We got a nice little thing going over there. There's a dog. I got my little sister. She's annoying, but, uh, you know, get to put on whatever I want. Remember when you had control of the TV, Dad? Now it's on me. You know, 
He's giving me that, and I'm just I'm trying to sell the. Whole, and I don't know if you know this about your old pal Ant. Not a salesman. Not a, not a particularly good salesperson. You know. I'm surprised Brooklyn and Sheets does so well with us because I feel like those ads that we do are just terrible. (laughs) I try and make them entertaining. I'm not trying to sell you sheets. I'm just trying to make you laugh during every one of those things. Um, And they are really nice sheets. That I'm not lying about. But I'm not really good at selling. You know, I'm in there like with him going, oh, look, they got the uh, months of the year on the wall. Isn't that awesome? And he's looking at me like, no. My son literally looked at me and he didn't say it, but he didn't have to. I saw it in his eyes. He was just like, you're a terrible salesperson, dad. My son gave me a look like I may actually really get into the school thing, because if I have to rely on you to provide for me for the rest of my life, we're in trouble. That's the look that my son gave me yesterday. That was the look. (laughs) He gave me a look like. I got to really get my hands dirty on this whole school thing and dive in because if we have to rely on you for income, we're in trouble. We are in severe trouble. I'm just all in there like, oh, look, oh, look at all the colors of the rainbow. They got everything over here. And it's just school, you know, it, it can't really compete with home. They got everything there at home. It's just a tough sell. I was just in there lying to him, trying to sell it. And he, he just... You know, one thing I'll say about the kid, he might be a little slow on the speech development, but uh, the the BS meter, he's just, he's honed in. He knows, he knows. That's why the kid's never had a piece of broccoli in his life. He just knows. He, I couldn't sell that to him either. He knows I was lying. He'd never seen me eat broccoli. So we get in there and uh, the wife's filling out all the paperwork and he's running. He, now he's kind of like, this is, this stinks. I'm like, do you want to say hi to the teacher and, you know, this one and that one? And he looked at him. He's like, not interested in them. I'm like, well, look at the. And so then this like little boy came over and he had a Spider-Man uh, T-shirt on. And I was all excited because little guy knows Spider-Man. I'm like, this will be great. Look. And I go, Mike, look, Spider-Man T-shirt. And he looked at me and he looked at his own shirt and he goes, big deal. I got like a rabbit T-shirt on. Like, you see what I'm rocking here, Dad? Like he was not impressed with anything that I was throwing at him. Nothing. And I said to the kid, I go, you like Spider-Man? The kid was like, yeah. And I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> and I had nothing else. I had nothing else. I said to the kid with the Spider-Man shirt, I'm like, do you know what sixth grade is? Because I was killing it there for a while. I don't know if you heard the stories. I could tell him. And he ran away from me. And then, so like paperwork is filled out. And then the teacher lays one of these on us, which puts me right back into school. She goes, Nobody leave because I will I'm going to walk you guys out and show you the doors where you're going to drop your kid off tomorrow. So now I'm kind of like, oh, I'm pretty sure it was the doors we walked in, but there's like four doors in this school. So maybe I'm wrong. I, maybe there's a door I don't know about. I'm not really sure. I peaked in sixth grade. So I'm sitting there just waiting. And then the annoyance started because every other parent in there started like, telling the teacher about their kids stuff when all I wanted to do was tell the teacher like look don't lie to the kid don't try and sell him on the broccoli or the months he's not going to go for it just get him some Legos and he'll settle in like just get him some Legos and a fireman and he's going to be good to go so that's all I wanted to do but then I had to sit there while every other parent did the same thing and I was annoyed at them for doing what I needed to do 
I'm just in there going, look at pink dress. She's got to ask every single question under the sun. And like, oh, are there, you know, this and oh, is there that? And yeah, okay. It's a school. Yeah, they have, they have, uh, you know, fire extinguishers. It's going to be fine. The door's five feet away. They're going to be great. You know, they're in here with crayons and stuff. And nothing's going to go wrong with the kids. But every other concerned parent's asking 40,000 questions. And I'm sitting there going, I know where the door, and I'm just waiting. It felt like back when I was in school again. Like I, like I, cause I would be ready to leave way before everybody else was. I was ready to go. I was like, got it. We sailed here on some boats. We took over. That was unfair. Uh, but we built the whole thing up. We expanded. We bought some stuff. We took some stuff. Flag raised. Fireworks on the fourth. Let's lock this up. I got to go home. I was ready. It was like, you know, 8.05 in the morning. But I was ready to go. So we sat there and we waited. So now I'm like, you know, we're, we're now we're just desperate. We're in just desperate times. We're just throwing Hail Marys, trying to get this kid to like anything. And so he starts talking to this one kid. And I'm going to change the kid's name because I don't want to blow up anybody's spot here. But let's call the kid Giovanni. Let's just say within the first one-tenth of a second of meeting Giovanni, I nailed this whole entire kid's life story down. Because Giovanni was there with mom and grandma and Uncle Paulie, right? Like, I mean, totally. And my son's name is Michael Dominic. So you could already see, right? You could kind of already see where this is going. But there was a nice moment with Giovanni where Giovanni's mom like was like so desperate to to make Giovanni friends with Michael Dominic. And I'm sitting there going, I don't know if you've noticed this Giovanni's mom, but I'm looking around here. And already some of the other parents are starting to get nervous that the two Italian kids are putting something together over here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get that you want your kid to feel comfortable. I do, too. But right now, <clears throat> the cops kid over there is already looking like, I know I'm going to have to bust up a numbers ring over here. You know, and not like running numbers like back in the day, but like the little blocks with the numbers on them. Uh, so that was that. So then, I, but that was like a nice moment because I realized like, oh, Giovanni's mom was, just, was desperate to make friends. Like we were just like, we're just, we're just two idiots in a room trying to get these four year olds, our whole lives and self-esteem and mental health just rests on two four year olds hitting it off. Needless to say, my son could care less. He didn't, he didn't want to have much to do with Giovanni. But it's a tough time. Like, I feel like it's, you know, it takes a little while. You know, it might take a little while to get to. But just, and then we went back out in the hallway. And just that smell of school and just all the things came rushing back to me. It was a bit much yesterday. It was a bit much to do. You know, taking him into school for the first time, different building, strange teacher, you know, when he was just getting used to all the nursery school things. It was tough. I'm not going to lie to you. It was tough. Your old pal Ed did not take it easy. Really didn't take it. I mean, three bottles of wine later last night. And I was going, you know what? The Giovanni kid was good. <laughs> I think we'll be OK if uh, it gets along with Giovanni. So that was my day yesterday. So um, now I'm just like. And then just up at 3 a.m. this morning, well before my alarm was off, just playing over and over in my head, like dropping the kid off at school today, just, you know, all into it. And then I'm like, I wonder if he can tell I'm nervous about this. So I'm trying to like psych myself into it, getting exciting, 
And the whole thing is a mess. Needless to say, I'm a mess today. Uh, Julie writing in, Aunt, don't worry about dropping your little one off today. It gets easier every single day after. Yeah, I mean, we kind of went through the same thing during nursery school. Like, and I know that. It's just, I'm learning that, like, it's like, that's one of the toughest things about being a parent is you got to let them go through that stuff. You can't just take it away from them. You know, you can't just, like, just the awkwardness and the embarrassment and all that kind of stuff. It's just tough. It's just really tough. Plus, my son's latest bit that he thinks is hilarious because, you know, we're, he's fresh into the potty training and he's been, you know, he's been doing pretty good. But now he thinks it's hilarious to come walking out of the bathroom with his pants around his ankles, uh, you know, going, woo, woo, you know, like that. <laughs> and I, I, it's my fault because I did laugh the first time he did it. It was a funny bit. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't care who you are. That was a funny bit. You know, for a four-year-old to develop that sort of material, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. Um, but ever since I laughed the first time at it, now that's all he does. And boy, are we worried about that one. We are worried about that one. Because he's only been potty trained for a short amount of time here. You know, and the teacher gave us the whole spiel. And then the teacher, like, went into, like, in-depth, like, hey, we, we don't go into the bathroom with them. You know, it's not, it's illegal and we, you know, we could stand out the door and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just going, oh my God, my kid is going to bust through. Like, just, I mean, you, like Emmett Smith, like he is just going to just, just LaDainian Tomlinson, like whoever, name your favorite running back. He is just going to slip past this teacher, pants around his ankles, just to the whole class and I'm just I just I know that phone call's coming I know it's coming I know it's coming <laughs> I'm just you know when you're embarrassed by events that haven't even take place haven't taken place yet you just know they're coming oh god thank god for craft beer oh back to school back to school to prove to dad that I'm not a fool I got my lunch packed up, my boots tied tight. I hope I don't get in a fight. Oh, back to school. Uh, first day of school for all the kitties. Uh, I know parents. You know, I feel like, uh, you know, Tumbleweed Tuesday is a big deal out here. Um, oh, I, mean, I feel like it used to be a bigger deal anyway. Tumbleweed Tuesday, like, everybody's like, oh, we can go out now, and there's not a lot of people, it's not congested. There should be, like, a Tumbleweed Tuesday thing for parents, don't you think? Like, after parents drop off kids to school, where do you go? You go to work? That sucks. There should be, like, a party with mimosas and, you know, finger foods like, why isn't anybody doing that? I feel like I got a thousand a, dollar idea here for a business. Like restaurants, are they open this morning? Because they should be. Is anybody doing that kind of a thing? There shouldn't be work today. That should be, you should be able to drop off your kids and start day drinking at eight o'clock in the morning. That should be the thing for first day of school. By the time that kid gets out at 2.30, you should be nursing a hangover. If you're doing it right. Do you think? Like, where's the, what's the satisfaction for parents here? All right, so your kids go back to school, and then what? You still got to show up on time and deal with your boss? That sucks. 
There should be like a, you know, let's go get, you know, a couple of cocktails, some mimosas, some bacon wrapped scallops. There should be bacon wrapped scallops at 10 o'clock in the morning. You know, it's a nice day. Maybe some cornhole or something like that. Some frisbee golf. I don't know. We I mean, doesn't have to be too active. We could all just sit around and drink a couple cocktails. Some tunes, like some live music would be great. Why isn't anybody doing this? How could I be the first person thinking of this in 2019? There should be like a celebration. There should be morning cocktails for adults after dropping off their kids. I mean, you could do this like in every single town. How is that not a thing? How is going to work celebration to returning those kids? Where's the satisfaction in that? Because now your kids are miserable and you're miserable. So now everybody's miserable. There should be a party here. We're really blowing this. It should be like a holiday. Like a ho- Have you noticed that we don't have any holidays where adults have the day off and the schools are open? Have you noticed that's not going on? Why, why, is that, why is that happening? Every single holiday we have, schools are closed. Doesn't that seem a little fishy to anybody else? I'm just saying. We got to look into this kind of thing. Because the kids are winning. That's that's what I'm I'm here to tell you this morning. The, the kids are winning. We're losing big time. We dropped them off, and then what do we do? Grab a Pop-Tart on our way to work? Microwave an egg sandwich somewhere? This is not a way to live, people. This is no way for us to live. We should be in a pool somewhere, drinking cocktail. It should be... We, right now, at 8.35, as you're driving away from your kid's school, you should be headed... To a 1997 Snoop Dogg video. That's where you should be headed to. The atmosphere of the party you're going to. You should be in there. Having a cocktail in a pool. Going like this. This looks like a lot like the Snoop Dogg video. Have you noticed that? There's a lot of... Cars should be bouncing. Right? People should be, you know, in jumping in and out of the pool. Lots of booze. It should be a, it should be the Coolio video. It should be, you know, not Coolio. Who did I say? Snoop Dogg? Yeah, I mean, it should be the Snoop Dogg video. That's what we should have. We're blowing this. By the way, it's nobody's fault but our own. And I know what you're thinking, Ann. If I had a little more energy, I'd get this done. I'm with you. I'm, I'm on that train. I'm on that train. But we got to do this for us. <laughs> we got to get a day where we go out and have a good time without the kids. The other day, um, you know, we were getting ready for my son's party. So we were just running around spending a ridiculous amount of money at Party City and doing all these things. And I said to my wife, we were driving back and I go, you know, it would be great right now. Ice cream, like without the kids. And she's like, I know. And I'll be damned if that wasn't the most delicious ice cream I had ever had. I mean, we had a full, I mean, just toppings, just lots of peanut butter sauce. We were having a party. And the fact that my, our kids were home sleeping, not having the ice cream made it more enjoyable for me. We even brought back ice cream for grandma and grandpa who were watching the kids. We brought them back some ice cream. And then, I don't know, I'm ashamed to admit this to you, but I'm going to say it anyway. We had ice cream at the place and then we're like, we should bring back some ice cream for grandma and grandpa. And we were like, it was really good ice cream. We should bring back some ice cream for us so we can have it the next couple of days. We ate the ice cream that we took home. We doubled up on the ice cream. We had ice cream at home with Grant. We had an ice cream party with grandma and grandpa while the kids were sleeping. Best time of my life. 
best time of my life. <laughs> Why aren't we doing this? Snoop Dogg ice cream video party. Can I get some Snoop Dogg? Can I get some Snoop Dogg? 